Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? Uh, I'm Paul and I play Charlie Pencil Stab in the Eye Pine. <laughs> I'm Michael and I play Professor Rudimentus Ripped Through the Contact Lens Sneeze. No, I don't like this! Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I don't like this at all. I'm Lydia. I play Liliana. I don't like things close to my eyes, Shadow Garden. And if I had my video on right now, you guys would see how often I'm, like, flapping my hands in horror. I just don't like it. And for those of the audience who are curious, yes, I, Nick, am the one who is GMing this session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. But, uh... Uh, I don't like it, guys. <laughs> Sorry, we, we, we won't do it anymore. But let us uh, let us change the subject for uh, Lydia and start. It's for you all listening uh, to go back to Pokemon. So, uh, and now for something completely different. different. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, <laughs> As you guys are kind of preparing to bed down for the night, uh, are you planning to take watches? I think we left off the last episode. I think Charlie was was taking the first watch. Okay, that sounds familiar. Um, I'm gonna catch it because I remember uh, Charlie would probably be taking the last watch because the guru told you that it would be near daybreak that the sneasel would arrive. That's and what suggested. Was. Yes. That Paul or that Charlie sleep lightly. Yes. <laughs> so, you're praying that you're planning to essentially sleep until then, or are you going to take other watches just in case? I'll take a pocket watch. No one <laughs> has one. Oh. So. I, I think we should take watches. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can take the first watch. It sounds like a new mission for Liliana to start uh, pickpocketing watches. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Professor Sneeze is saying he'll take first watch. Uh, so yeah. is Liliana going to take the second watch, and mm-hmm. Charlie will take last. Okay, um, before you, you all, yeah, before you all uh, head to bed, as you guys are kind of planning out the campsite, I saw that <laughs> Professor Sneeze has a bedroll and everything. So at least, and I think the rest of you might have it, but I know that. So you've got at least some of that planned out. Um, mm-hmm. You all would see, after kind of like doing a once-over, scratched on one of the rocks near the campsite. The rock's been there for a while. This looks a little less weathered, but it's still been there for a while as well, is some sort of carving or marking in it that was done by something fairly sharp carved into it. Uh, Can I get a Pokemon education check from everyone? You all did see this, so... Okay. I was gonna hope that it was gonna be something occult related, but I'm guessing not. Hmm. Twenty-one. Five. I see scratches on the rocks. I got ten. Five, ten, twenty. Okay. Uh, Professor Sneeze is the only one. Well, let's go this way. Yes. Uh, Charlie sees scratches on the rock. Uh. <laughs> Great drink. Not sure where they came from, but... Hey, guys, did you see the scratches on the rock uh, over here? Liliana, you would know <laughs> that this was done not by any sort of tools, but by a claw, so most likely by a Pokemon, but you wouldn't be able to identify it further than that. 
Hmm, looks like it's by a Pokemon, but I can't identify it any further than that, Charlie. <laughs> Professor Sneeze, <laughs> you know that these that this marking is actually um, one of the word carvings that's traditionally made by Weavile to mark territory, their hunting grounds, to communicate with with one another. There are more than 500 recorded symbols that Weavile use hmm. in units to communicate with one another and to work with them. So they have a rudimentary language of sorts to uh, uh, scratch out hunting grounds. With a 21, hmm. you just barely are able to recognize that this marking is actually two markings overlaid on one another. One of them... Hmm. One marking is lots of food, and the other marking overlaid over it is humans here often. It's a mark, uh, two marks really by uh, Weavile. It's a couple of words. Um, they they have a rudimentary language system that they use to mark out their hunting grounds and communicate over over distances. Uh, th th this one seems to be two separate. Uh, characters that uh, indicate lots of food and humans here often uh, so I, I don't know if the, the I don't know if that means that uh, there's uh, if it's made by a couple of different weavile and one was correcting another with one or the other or the, the, the if they that mean that the humans bring the food or that the humans are the food. Yeah, the, the fact that one is overlaying the other and it's fairly obvious that the lots of food was marked first and the humans here often was afterwards, mm. that suggests, that's significant. It suggests that, that it isn't saying both of those things, but that they are somehow interrelating or intermixing or canceling out each other. Mm -hmm. um, do we know from our Pokemon Ed that, or like what kind of food weavile eat um you with a with a 10 knowing about uh weavile and uh sneasel you might be able to get it and professor sneeze would be able to confirm it uh sneasel and weavile are omnivores they prefer <laughs> their scavengers they prefer hunting and actually uh stealing and eating eggs sneasel especially but uh they are omnivores and weavile will actually hunt larger prey Okay. Hmm. Yeah, one, one thing you might be able to interrelate with the conversation is it's probably why the guru mentioned Sneasel instead of Weavile. Uh, Sneasel are more vicious and less intelligent than Weavile are, or they may not be hmm. more vicious, but they are less restrained. Meaning that Weavile are smart enough to know that tangling with... Wild Weavile are smart enough to know that tangling with humans usually isn't a good plan. Whereas a sneeze will be like, oh, hey, food. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, guys, let's maybe just try to make sure that all of our food resources are packed well and kept under watch, especially. I, that sounds like a good plan. I will make a note that none of you stocked up on rations before leaving Landsmeets. I mean, but you know, if we had food, it seems other than though, these it seems bags. that the guru has, so his packs have the majority of the food. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Professor Sneeze's packs have a decent amount of food as well because he's a chef, but the majority right. of the food hmm. is with. Okay. Um. Let's uh, yeah, move that into kind of the center. 
Okay. Somewhere. Mm, block it off. Bury it. Something. Cool. Can you do a survival to make sure the food is Ooh, protected? That's a good idea. Yes, that actually makes sense to me. Like, so do a survival to put up some kind of a rudimentary. Um, here's the idea. And uh, are you trying to avoid detection? Are you trying to deter someone from getting at it? Or are you trying to make it uh, difficult to move in general? You can do all three, but which one are you prioritizing? I would prioritize making it um, undetectable, undetectable as much as possible. Okay. Mm. So then you're, yes, but, so that's um, survival check and that'll modify how it's set up. Sure. Uh, I rolled a 13. 13. Okay. Um, since it is a bunch of packs and you don't know this guru well enough to know if he would let you dig a hole and bury his packs. <laughs> for it uh the best you can do in terms of non-detection you're in scrubland this is a tundra or kind of taiga tundra area mm-hmm. where it's or a step is better so there's not there's not much foliage there's not much shrubbery around in terms of detection but confusion shrubbery. may be your best ally <laughs> so putting all of the packs in the center and burying mm. his packs in the middle of the pile cool is your best bet it centralizes the location but it means that those will be the hardest to get at mm-hmm. all right okay all right That's so what we do professor sneeze is taking first watch mm-hmm. all right please give me a perception and a focus check perception is six Focus is 13. Did you have any Pokemon out with you? Uh, yes, I've got Atlas. Okay, so the he's... The Bastiodon. Okay. His is better than mine in both cases. <laughs> um, perception is 19. Um, focus is 13. Okay. Well, both of you have no issues uh, staying awake. Going through there. There's a couple of times that... Uh, Atlas shifts and turns towards something that you don't see or hear, but nothing seems okay. to approach your campsite. You're definitely hearing different uh, Pokemon noises all around you, nocturnal Pokemon moving about and shifting, but nothing comes near the campsite. Especially since does that does Atlas shrug at all? Uh, I don't know if he physically <laughs> can. I'm afraid. <laughs> Like, looking at a Bestiodon, I don't know if it can shrug. Not with that attitude. <laughs> at least at this moment. That seems like a significant event. Uh, it feels like there should be a, a bunch of senators or something. Uh, but <laughs> Nerd! Um, anyway. But uh, the watch passes more or less without incidents. Okay. And you head to sleep. One thing I will say, uh, to maintain the stealth rock, Atlas will have to stay up. Okay. Which means he will need to make a focus check each watch, and the DC, which I'm not going to tell you, but it will increase in difficulty with each watch. Okay. So. Makes sense. What um yeah? What are the like exhaustion rules? There for... are none, so I'm making them up. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least Sounds not. Good. I could not find any exhaustion rules, so I am 
making them up as we go. Well, he's a revived fossil Pokemon anyway, so like he probably doesn't need to sleep. No, he, he's actually fine. very used to sleeping. <laughs> yeah, he's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like the people who are used to sleeping don't usually say I've had enough. <laughs> okay. Oh, Liana, yeah, nothing happened. It's it's your turn. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Liliana, are you sending out any Pokemon to keep watch with you? Um, I've always had Grunge in the past, so I'm going to stick with him. Okay. Uh, can I get perception and focus checks from both you and Grunge? Yes, sir. Right. 14 for perception for Liliana. 17 focus for Liliana. Oh my goodness, why? Seven for perception for grunge. Okay. And then six in focus. Okay. Um, grunge. Oh, can I get a focus check for Atlas as well? He, yep, he got a 19 in focus. Wow, okay. Good boy. Yep. Atlas just keeps on trucking, standing up, being fully awake. Uh, Grunge starts to mm-hmm. nod off at about hour two of the four-hour shift. <laughs> Keeps, you know, waking up to kind of trying to keep himself up. You know, if you've seen any small child or dog that's slowly falling asleep. <laughs> up, Liliana keeps, that. like, propping him up as he just slowly <laughs> starts to sink down again. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Liliana, you are as awake about as you can be throughout your... your uh, Shift. You also don't notice anything. Can I actually get a... Because uh, I realized Atlas does not have dark vision, but can I still get a perception check from him? No. Oh, he doesn't have sure. uh, dark vision or or tracking or tracker, so he's going off what he can right. hear, but... Sure. Um, 13. 13. Okay. Yep, so the shift keeps on going. Liana uh, periodically propping up grunge. <laughs> He passes out, <laughs> keeping an eye out. Uh, Atlas just kind of sitting and standing solidly as ever. Uh, and it seems to pass by without any incidents. Liliana is going to pick up Grunge and then drop him right on top of Charlie's stomach. <laughs> Very nice. Charlie goes, Ooh! You've had enough sleep. Get up. I'm tired. And then Liliana will just <laughs> flop to the ground and fall asleep right away next to Grunge. Oh, I was having such a good dream. Like I was catching all the nice Pokemon, and they were all in at the at the ranch, and just like oh, and then an Electro hit me in the stomach. Okay, uh, here we go. So Char- Charlie gets up, and he uh, uh, he brings out Bernie with him. Okay. Uh, perception and focus from the two of us. Yes. All right, so we'll start with Charlie's uh, focus and perception. Um, guess what? I'm going to be using a completely different number of dice for this. <laughs> Charlie's perception is uh, pretty good here. Let's take a look. Um, uh, 22 in perception for Charlie. Oh, focus. Let's, let's roll one die on that. <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> okay. And for Bernie, 
Uh, Bernie's Perception, 3d6. Uh, not great, that's a 7. And uh, his focus, ooh, he has 4d6. He's four times more perceptive than Charlie is. Uh, and he rolls a 15 in focus. 15 in focus. All right. Um, it's hard to tell as your eyelids droop and you go back to catching all of the Pokemon from every now and then. Um, but you can feel the heat of Bernie's disapproval <laughs> as Fair. he remains solidly awake. What is Atlas's uh, focus? Uh, uh, Atlas's focus is 21. Okay, so yeah, Atlas just simply remains solidly awake. Can I get a perception <laughs> from him as well? His perception is 13. 13. Oh, That's like okay. my fourth 13 rolled. Okay. So. Lucky number, lucky number. <laughs> Hopefully. Yep, so Atlas remains solidly awake and looking out. Uh, Charlie, when your eyes are open, you are very aware of things. Uh, okay. Do you, do you have dark Are you the one with dark vision goggles that you got? I do have dark vision goggles. Okay. So that helps you kind I... of see. So you catch a couple of flickers of movements as the hours go on and you're kind of keeping an eye on it and you're going through but and it turns out that they are the sneasel but it's okay because you start catching them right away (laughs) (laughs) what excellent does occur however um as you continue to catch the pokemon and bernie looks at you uh, with disapproval and Atlas remains uh, looking like a rampart and keeping a watchful eye on things <laughs> is that four small blue furred shapes with a bit of red um, fletching on one ear and three red like feather like bits of fur tails uh, coming out all basically materialize around Bernie and dogpile him. <laughs> because four Sneasel appear and all use beat up. Oh no. <sighs> That's not good. Which means I need to roll a 12d20. Oh my god. Oh no. Because just just to do what beat up is. You, the user and up to two allies adjacent oh. to the target may each make a struggle attack against the target. These struggle attacks hit for dark type damage instead of their usual type. Okay, that's not so bad. <laughs> oh, uh, when you're adjacent to an opponent, allies using melee attacks against that opponent receive a plus two bonus to accuracy checks. Uh, at least one of them has teamwork. Yep, so it's 12d20 because... Each one that uses beat up, which means three of them dogpile, and four of them use beat up. So that's twelve. Yikes! So let's see how many hits. So wait, that's like that's four separate uses of beat up. That's four separate uses of beat up. Oh no! At least Bernie's gonna resist it. So yeah, that'll help. That. So let's roll them three, which means all but one hit, no crits. Uh, let me see how much damage that does. Uh, first thing, and, and that would be that would be uh, f- so that'd be five different attacks. Yes. Yes, five different 
Okay. Oof. Uh, 27 dark physical damage. <clears throat> and In one shot or two shots? One shot. The second shot does 29 physical damage. So 27 and 29. Uh, the other one hit three times. So the three different damages from Sneasel 2, who has sharper claws, um, are 36 damage. Uh-oh. <laughs> 35 damage. And 39 damage. <clears throat> Three, right. six, three, so, five, three, nine. Bernie's going to take uh, 50, uh, one damage from those two. And there's two more who's going to come to? Yep, there are six more accuracy rolls I need to make. All right, fun oh. stuff. Is Atlas seeing this? Can Atlas do anything? or is he? Do, uh, is Atlas he... sees it, but they went first. They got a surprise round because no one saw them. Uh, Doesn't he get what? Yeah, okay, surprise round. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And the stealth, well, he's got some interrupts. Yeah, the stealth rock will hit them after they hit, is the thing. They're going to get slammed sure, sure. with stealth rocks as soon as this happens. Um, but let me see. Uh, so, Sneasel 3 hits, hits uh, Bernie twice. Uh, Sneasel 4 hit him three times and crit once. Um, can uh, Atlas... Wide guard in on the crit? Yes, because that's the very last hit. Okay. So he slams a wide guard. Actually, um, you know what I'm going to say? Because beat up is one move, he's going to knock out all three of the last Sneasel's hits. Because beat up oh, is sweet. one move. So I'm going to say all three of those are out, so uh, Bernie got hit twice more. Okay. He might survive this and then. then. Atlas came and jumped in and blocked the last yep. one. <laughs> Basically, he got mobbed and Atlas was able to react just in time to get the last couple off of him. But this is Sneasel 3. All right. He has sharper claws than Sneasel 1, but not as sharp as Sneasel 2. Uh, so, did 33 dark physical damage... And okay. 29 dark physical damage. 3, 3, and 2, 9. 18 damage to Bernie. 18, 16. He went all the way from 84 to 16 HP. 84 to 16 HP. All right. Uh, next, uh, you had 4 meters of stealth rock hazards within 6 meters. Uh, all four of those Sneasels will be hit by a rock. And that's that's cool. all. that's all four of the rocks. So... They each lose a tick of HP. So I'm but with weakness and resistance applied. Weakness and resistance is applied, and it's a rock type. Really? Yes. yes. Wait, wait, wait. Do not apply stats. Is considered to be damaged. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so they take a hit. Okay. Interesting. Wow, that's interesting. Right? Okay. <laughs> it's interesting. So they do, how, they do how take this a game little has more damage. Me mechanized that. They do take a little more damage than originally thought, but they're still up and moving. It's still just a tick and a half, so they're standing, right. but it's still... It, that's solid. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah, nice. Nice little trap there. So all of them get whacked by that. Um, and then, before the round officially starts, during the surprise round, a larger Ish. black shadow with a rough... <laughs> of oh, red feather-like hair <laughs> rushes past everyone, jumps into 
the packs, grabs what you see as Liliana's pack, reaches <sighs> inside it, pulls mm. out something. Uh, you're just able to see that it is a very shiny rock. <gasps> and it uses fling with the shiny stone at mm. uh, Bernie. No. So it literally just chucks a shiny stone at Bernie. Okay. Mm. Okay. And let me tell you, if, if Bernie lives this, he ha- he has some some stuff to do here. It hits <laughs> uh, because that is a held item. It has a damage base of seven. <gasps> yes, and it was grabbing at random, so there are a couple of things in in uh, Liliana's pack that it could have grabbed, but. 2d6 plus 10. Thank you. Uh, 2d6 plus 10. It is physical dark damage, so it's not going to do as much as it could, but... Um... Me. Uh, it did do 39 dark physical damage. 3-9. Uh, I I, I want to use bodyguard. Okay. I sorry, it was taking me a while because I was trying to to read all the the rules and everything. So, wide guard is a move and is therefore an interrupt action. Yes, bodyguard is a free Indeed, action, so I can do both scene. in the same. Yes, you can. Same turn. Uh, I um, I trivialized a Tyranitar once by doing this exact thing. So yes, nice. <laughs> wide um, guard on an so earthquake instead... is an amazing thing to do, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, what, what what does this mean? Let me just—I mean, you can. I suppose since it's a free action, you could potentially do it. But I'll just say that Bernie will survive this. Um, Atlas will survive it better. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, he he'll uh he'll step out, uh, knock Bernie out of the way, and take the the attack himself and resist it a step further. Okay, so that did thirty nine dark physical damage. So he resisted a step further. So it's like he resisted half. Right. Um, 39. So 39 minus 25 is going to be 14. Um, divided in half, take 7 damage. Yeah, Bernie would have survived with 3 HP, so... Yep. Nice. I, I, I want Bernie to, to survive a little longer. <laughs> okay. Well, um, not if 5 Pokemon attack him again. <laughs> so, we've hit the top of the round. The Weavile is the fastest thing on the field. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, so it is going to leap forward, uh, still carrying Liliana's bag in one claw. No. <laughs> and it is going to jump at Bernie and use Fury Swipes. But Bernie, after hitting, being hit by this much madness... Dodges just nice immediately is out. he was already moving to get out of the way of everything else so the slashes do not catch him. Oh, all right, good job, Bernie. Charlie, you have been awakened by this mess, so you are the next fastest. <laughs> oh, good, I, I'm finally awake. All right, <laughs> yeah, you you rolled a high enough perception to see them, but not a high enough focus to stay awake. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see what we can do to help Bernie out here. So I can either go into my cheerleader playbook and try and uh, boost him a little bit, potentially, or I could go into my Hexmania playbook. I don't know which yet. Uh, let's get... Uh, uh, so Charlie's going to use a Go Fight Win. Okay. And 
Um, so Charlie he wakes up and goes, Whoa, oh, ah, no, uh, 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 Bernie, um, uh, don't stop now. Uh, get, attack them, fight them. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, the move is don't stop now. Uh, everyone, all allies on the field gain uh, temporary hit points equal to your charm rank and become excited. And excited is... Uh, if you give the excited damage, uh, condition, damaging attacks, uh, gain five plat, uh, hitting by a damaging attack gains a five plus damage reduction. So, damage reduction, okay. Charlie, so Bernie's gonna gain another six, uh, hit points. Okay. So Atlas would that. too, right? Yes, Atlas would yes. too. Yes. <laughs> and everyone was awakened by this, so you're all kind of Okay, awake. so that, oh, so that would also mean that, uh, Sneeze and Liliana and Char, well, Char, uh, Charlie wouldn't, because Charlie's not his own ally. What I will say is the Sneasel and the Weavile coming in and, and dogpiling on Bernie was surprisingly quiet, but Atlas charging across the field was not. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> So Bernie has a few more hit points to work with and is excited. And um, I think that's... Uh, I'm going to let Bernie try and get a little bit of revenge. He might he might faint on the next turn, but he might be able to do some damage. So I'm leaving Bernie out. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and is Don't Stop Now, is that a standard action for you? Uh, great question. Don't Stop or, Now. Or Go Fight um, Win, which is what you used. Go Fight, go fight Win. Um, standard plus Swift. Standard plus swift. Okay, so you do have a move action if you want to move anywhere, but besides that. Um, I mean, uh, maybe Charlie moves a little bit closer to the action so he can be in position to attack. Okay, so you move a little bit closer, but besides that. All right, well, uh, yeah. good thing to know, Sneasel are very fast. So Sneasel 1 and 2 are the next ones up. Uh, hmm. Sneasel 1 and 2 look <sighs> at each other. Uh, you can tell by Sneasel's larger... Uh, bright red ear flap that Sneasel is ma- uh, that Sneasel 1 is male, Sneasel uh, 2 is female and they look at each other Sneasel don't get along <laughs> they, they never get along and so Sneasel 1 kind of gives what looks like a mocking bow to Sneasel 2 who seriously considers slashing him and then turns <laughs> and uses fury swipes on Bernie instead uh, with a 7 that is not quite enough so Bernie is once again able to dodge. Uh, Sneasel 1 starts laughing and uses Fury Swipes uh, on Bernie. Huh. Come on. That Come hits on. with a 13. Alright. Huh. Okay, let's see how many times it hits. It's a 5 strike, so I roll a d8. Uh, don't re- I don't resist. Bernie does not resist normal, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, with a 2. Hmm. Ah, there it is. Okay, so it only hits twice. Okay, multiply the damage base by that. Damage base is three normally, so it jumps up to six. Uh, that did 32, 3, 2 normal physical damage. 3, 2, so that means it does 1, 9. Um, I don't think it much matters, but I think we'll have uh, Bernie... Uh, give up his um, excited condition, so that'll actually make that only down to um, so thirteen uh, defense reduces that to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Then another five off of that makes it fourteen. Fourteen from twenty-two is gonna leave me with six. Leave him with six. It leaves you with eight. Fourteen plus twenty-two, or fourteen or minus eight. Yeah, twenty-two minus fourteen is eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bernie's got a tick. Yes, uh, and <laughs> then both. 
Uh, Sneasel 1 and Sneasel 2 disengage, take the disengage action, uh, away from Bernie, but towards the packs in the center of the uh, area. So they are far enough away that uh, Bernie would have to go towards, uh, Bernie would have to go through them to get to the packs, but far enough away that Bernie doesn't get an attack of opportunity if they move anywhere else. Now it's Sneasel 3 and Sneasel 4's turn. Uh, Sneasel 3... Without waiting for Sneasel 4 to do anything, Sneasel 3 is also uh, female, as you can see from that. Uh, she jumps forward and uses, you guessed it, Fury Swipes. Mm. That hits. I rolled a 4, so I think that hits 3 times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that goes to a damage base of 9, which is 2d10 plus 10. <clears throat> Oof. Snake eyes, snake eyes, <laughs> snake eyes. <laughs> Uh, that did 39, 3, 9 normal physical damage. Alright, 3, 9, so that's going to drop down then to 2, 6, and that'll be enough to knock Bernie out. Bummer. Um, bum, 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 hang on. Uh, so, because uh, I was half tempted, like, well, maybe Charlie will use one of his cheerleader, cheerleader action that makes, um, uh, uh, it makes Bernie stay alive with, like, 1 HP, but that's, we're not doing that. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, so, yeah. uh, is that three injuries or two? Uh, because just it wasn't massive damage. Okay. Yeah. And so Bernie's All knocked right. unconscious, and that uh, Sneasel three immediately after knocking Bernie unconscious books it into the packs and pounces on Professor Sneeze's pack. Can't do anything else so far, but mm-hmm. pounces on that. Uh, yeah. Sneasel four turns to Atlas, who is there, and swipes. One claw using icy winds towards Atlas, not wanting to get close to the giant Bastiodon, Bastiodon, but still trying to hurt it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the wind is a cool and refreshing breeze by the time it reaches uh, (laughs) Atlas. It does not do much. And it turns and runs and it leaps upon... uh, Let's see, there's only... Charlie's pack, uh, Charlie's pack, and the Guru's packs that are left. So let's see what it gets. It grabs one of the Guru's packs, mm. but it can't move any farther from there. Uh, that means Bernie was just knocked out. So Liliana, you have just awoken to this chaos. Heck yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so missing. Like, so, real quick. So, like, I I don't even get a Pokemon turn this round, do I? Uh, no, because there's not a Pokemon out for you to use. Yep. Okay. Maybe I should have switched Bernie out. Oh well. All right. So Liliana's gonna wake up, look at all of the mass destruction that's going on right now, spot the Weavile right that has her pack. And immediately become very enraged, seeing that it is throwing everything out and around that she has and are her possessions, and she's going to go over and do a rock smash on it. Okay. Liliana turned into a barbarian. (laughs) Enraged. Okay, I might be too mad because I got a four for accuracy. Four for accuracy. Almost Barbara Manatee. No, uh, four for accuracy. Yes, uh, <laughs> it is able to dodge your first angry wild swing, 
and uh, it looks at you with uh, its tongue sticking out and one claw pulling down the bottom of one of its eyelids. Oh, this punk. Ugh. All right. Uh, Professor... Oh, do you release a Pokemon? Oh, yeah. I'll just have Grunge out. Oh, yeah, Grunge is already out. So Grunge is awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, that works. Uh, Grunge's speed is 13, which means that Professor Sneeze, you are faster. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember, there Atlas are two... already took his turn. Yes. Atlas, Atlas did already take his yes. turn, yes. Um, there are two of the Sneasel on the packs. Yes, there's one on... Uh, Charlie's pack and one on one of the Guru's packs. Yes, on the pack pile. They're there. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to hit uh, both of them with a swift attack. Okay. Power up those hair muscles and boom, not a crit. Okay. 30 normal special damage. 30. Get away from those packs! Okay. Uh, They both take 15 normal special damage, which is not enough to give either of them an injury yet but it does slam into them and they both snarl at you (laughs) but uh, that is everything so grunge is up alright I am going to have grunge use fire fang on the weavile okay and hopefully get a better accuracy roll please (laughs) I got a 13 all right. Hey. Grunge leaps forward with his mouth full of flames and bites down. He hits. Good boy. Um, is this a detail? Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, shoot. I got a Sure, call it a detail. <laughs> 42 fire physical. That did 41 fire physical damage. Yes. Which was enough to give <sighs> this. Weavile, two injuries. Yeah. Ooh. Not enough to feign it. It was untouched at this point. Yep. So you ran in, uh, Grunge ran in, just slammed into the side of this Weavile, which caused it to jump and drop the pack because <gasps> of the pain of that and kind of go down for it and growl. Also, by the way, uh, you and Grunge are within three squares of this Weavile, are three meters oh. of it, so you are both suppressed because it has the pressure ability. Oh, dang it. Well, Can I at least try and grab the bag? <laughs> or uh, not this round? round. So dang it. <laughs> what that what that means, just to let you know, is that uh, all of your and Grunge's at-will moves are now every other turn moves, and all of your oh, every other turn and scene times two moves are now scene moves. So Grunge cannot use Fire Fang again next round. Uh, and okay. you, you cannot <laughs> use Rock Smash again next round. Okay. <laughs> But yes, it is upset by that. Uh, Atlas Liliana is going to like pull down her finger by her eye and do the same tongue out face at it. It is not happy about that. Good. <laughs> but uh, we are back up to the top of the round. The Weavile is still the fastest thing here. Uh, Quick question. Yes. I, I- is it possible for Atlas to move? He's already taken action for his turn with the interrupt. But yes, it, I, I he can move. Where would he move? Um, straight over to the packs. Okay, so he just clumps right up to the packs. Yep. All right. He's got an overland to six, so I think he can make it. Uh, 
the weevil looks around at all of you holding its side from where it just got burned and it lifts up its head and barks and kind of gives a malevolent gaze to Liliana oh no (laughs) swoops down to grab the pack and starts running I uh, both you and grunge pursuit. get attacks of opportunity. Do you have pursuit? Yes, I do. Use it. I'm Ooh. If I can No, I pressed the wrong button. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, it's it it is fleeing. Yes. Okay, thanks. Come on, shake it. Shake it. Mama needs shake, a new shake, pair of shoes. Shake it. Or her old pair of shoes, because the Weevil is running off with them. (laughs) Well, with that, I got a 20. (laughs) A nat 20? Yes. So you crit. Okay, so roll 48. Take it down. Isn't it just 2d8? You crit, so 4d8. Crits doubles it. Doubles the dice. But it's 1d8 plus Uh, 6. The Pokemon is fleeing. Pursuit has advantage oh, base so of eight if it's fleeing. Gotcha. Okay. So 48. Sorry. No worries. You're doing almost four times the damage of a normal pursuit by critting while it's running. Yeah. If I... Okay, so this may be a really dumb question, but just bear with me here. Mm. If I get zeros on a D10, that means 10, That's max, right? yes. Okay. All right. Get him. Yeah. Okay. So 76. 76 dark physical damage on this weavile as it yes. has just attempted to run <laughs> Holy away. Cats. Dark physical, so it does resist it, but still. Uh, 76 dark physical. It doesn't even take an injury. It takes 31 dark physical damage. Ah. <sighs> You hit it hard enough that you dislodge the pack from it. Good. (laughs) But it keeps running. But Grunge gets an attack of opportunity too, right? Yes, Grunge also gets an attack of opportunity. Yeah, let me get... And it can be fire type, can't it? Uh, Does he have fire starter? He does not, No, none of his moves give him fire starter and he doesn't actually have it. So it'll only be a typeless, but still. Um... Well, it doesn't matter much because Grunge got a one. Oh so. boy! Well, let's see what the critical fumble table can do. <laughs> oh no! <sighs> His D twenty rolls are an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, a nat twenty and a nat one on the rolls is really something. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> <laughs> now that's weirdly tempting. I don't think it would work though, but. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's really tempting. Sounds like you want to do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to see if if I can match it with the lore. That. Hmm. Eh. Okay. Just because it's interesting to me. Uh, grunge goes to hit and misses, and kind of falls down, skids, and gets up very upset. Your Pokemon loses all types and becomes the dark type until the end of the scene. It is enraged for the remainder of the scene. Oh, no. Uh, Thank you for that, Gregory Lopez. Yeah, thanks, Gregory. 
<laughs> so Growlithe, uh, or sorry, Grunge is dark type and enraged. Which... I I have a question that I don't think I should ask. Okay. I don't think I want to know the answer. Okay. D- does Grunge change his archetype as well? That's what I was wondering. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that is very funny. For Grunge too, especially. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that that's more far-reaching than I thought. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, for the moment, nothing that you can see or sense has changed. Besides oh. Grunge becoming very upset and being a dark type. Oh, buddy. Buddy. Very, very angry. Um, but that Weavile is running away. Uh, double move action to just run. Uh, Charlie, you are up. But it doesn't have the pack anymore, right? No, it lost the no. pack because Liliana knocked it off of it. Would Charlie have any chance to throw a Pokeball at this Weavile, or is it gone? Um, It has a, an overland speed of 8. Uh, picking up Oof. the pack was a swift action. It is 16 meters away. And Charlie has a throwing range of 9. And what is your overland? My overland is 8. So, yes. Ooh. Okay. If you move full tilt towards it and throw a Pokeball, it is just within your range. Do you also have bounce or uh, cur- or curveball? Yeah. Because uh, I think not curveball. It's 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 something. Maybe fast pitch one of those. But yeah, you may have the move that lets you uh, get an extra three meters. So yes, you can get you can just barely get to the Weavile with this. Maybe I don't have that one anymore. Maybe I uh, I know I saw I've seen it already. I know which one you're talking about, but uh, but let's uh, but I, I I can get there though just by running and throwing. So yes, just by running and throwing. Oh man, uh, yeah, Char- Charlie's gonna do it because you know you know Charlie. Juggler. He wants to catch those Pokemon. It's from Juggler. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So he's gonna go for it. Okay. Yep. So Charlie runs after uh, runs after the Weavile as fast as he can, and then he. Uh, th- uh, as he's running, he uh, puts uh, a we'll say a great ball into his uh, Yo Yoko ball uh, thing, and he flings it at the Weavile, uh, intending to do damage with Curveball as well as uh, using the capture mechanic on it. Okay. So let's roll for accuracy first. Come on, Charlie! Come on, Charlie! Come on, Charlie! Oh, that's do, a three. Do, do. Uh, no. The Weavile spins around and breaks the Great Ball in half as it comes towards it. God. So the Great oh, Ball ugh. is lost and does not catch it. Yep, yep, yep. I'll delete that from my inventory. Mm-hmm. Come on, sneeze. Come on, sneeze. <laughs> um, but that is that is Charlie's entire turn because that was a move and a standard action. Uh, yeah. Mm. Sneasel one and two. Take a look at uh, look at the Weavile who is desperately hurt and running away. Look at Atlas who has just run in between them and the packs. Split in two and go opposite directions. Just book it out of the out of the camp. Mm. Uh, they d- pursuit. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you already used pursuit. Does another Pokemon know pursuit? Go. <laughs> so then they move double overland. Atlas does. 
Let me just type this I in here. I don't believe you. <laughs> I do not uh, believe you. Liliana releases Rose, go! Those persons. <laughs> I am sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sneasel 3 and 4, in contrast, holding on to Pax, both look. No. Look up at the Bastiodon that's next to them. And decide to take their chances, and they start running. Uh, Atlas has a an attack of opportunity against one of them. Um, one is holding Sneeze's pack, and one is holding... One of the Guru's packs. One of the Guru's mm. packs. Ugh. Which may or may not have food in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Could gonna... just be filled with dirt, for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I'm going to roll a d4... Just to decide here, one and two is sneeze, three and four is the guru. Okay. That's a one, so it's gonna. He's gonna uh, attack the the one who's got um, sneezes thing. Sneezel three. Uh, um, do I know real quick whether the sneezel have higher defense or special defense? Give me a. Pokemon education check looking at these Sneasel. Okay. 19. Judging by the way it is carrying itself, you think that the Sneasel that Atlas is planning to attack has a higher special defense. Okay. Um, Then his struggle attack will be a physical attack and rock type. He can choose to make it special. Because he has materializer. He can choose to make it special? How? Yes. Oh my goodness. Materializer That's is pretty amazing. cool. Okay. It <laughs> is amazing. That's a 16 to hit. That hits. Oh, because it does do stab, so it'll be damage base of 6 because he's a rock. Right. That's what I was just looking at. Um, that's 2d6 plus 8. Um, 30 rock physical. That did do 30 Rock physical damage. It isn't enough to faint it, but it does give it one injury and cause it to drop the pack. Nice. So as it as it goes running, Atlas basically turns and like a turret fires a rock out at it and like clunks (laughs) it in the back of the head. And it does a full like somersault, losing the pack, but gets up and just keeps running. (laughs) Nice. Like it would be impressive if you weren't in the middle of a fight where things are trying to steal your stuff. Uh (laughs) <laughs> so all of them have run away. We've, or sorry, Sneasel Four is carrying one of the Guru's packs. Um, so it is Liliana's turn. No, you already used Pursuit and you already ran up to it. So, uh, am I still oh. suppressed? No, the Weevil has moved away. Okay, <laughs> but you have already taken your standard action this turn. Oh, wait, I already taken my standard action. Yeah. So wait, what can I do then? Uh, you can move. That's it? And talk. Uh, la 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 la. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I try to jump on top of the Sneasel? It is more than 14 meters away from you. Okay, that's too far. Um, hmm. I can't throw any Pokeballs. Um, and my 
whip wouldn't reach. Not that I can really do much of anything with it. Um, you might be unable to do much this turn, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I think in that case, I'll just pick up my pack for now. And then if it's okay for me to pick up my scattered belongings, I'll pick those up too. Other, if not, then just my pack for now. Sure. Give me a uh, perception check. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Yes, you're able to gather everything up as you're putting it together. The last thing you find a little farther away in the direction that the Weavile is running is the Dragon Tooth. Uh, oh, I knew it! Whether <laughs> by accident or design, it seems like that was the next thing the Weavile was planning to throw. Oh, I thought that was the first thing it threw. Oh, it threw a shiny stone. Oh, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm. Phew! Dodged a bullet, huh, guys? <laughs> 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 well, I guess we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> well, but uh, Professor <laughs> Sneeze, you are up. Uh, okay, the you're you're near them, so those Sneasel are the Sneasel number four is roughly fourteen to fifteen meters away from you. Okay, and that is that one has. One injury? Two injuries? Uh, no injuries. Uh, Sneasel no 4 injuries. has no injuries. That's the one that's carrying the pack. Right, okay. It, it's taken only damage from the stealth rock. And your... And the swift attack? And your swift attack, yes. Okay, that's not a ton. Um, and with no injuries. Looking at your overland and your attacks, I see only one move of yours that can definitely hit it. Yep, that's what I'm looking at too. <laughs> so, you can't take our food! I'm gonna run up as close as I can and use Hyper Beam on it. Okay. <laughs> it's got Smite, so it'll hit no matter what, but. It's a crit also! Oh no! <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, roll 10 to 12. <laughs> 10 to 12! Oh, I'm sorry! No, you're not. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, yeah, frail old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just an old man. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's 7d12. Let's see. All right. Oh, my goodness. That's a 10 and a 10 and a 10 and an 11, 11, and a 12 and a 5. <laughs> oh. uh, that's a whole end. 30, 65. 70. Okay. Uh, that's 70 with just those those ones. That's a little more modest there. So 77. 82. Uh, 82 plus 50 mm-hmm. is going to be... Um, 132. Uh, 132 plus 13 is going to be 145. 145. Normal special damage. Normal special damage. That did 130. Normal special damage. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Now. Oh no. The death counter says <gasps> if you fall at negative 50 or negative 200% of your HP, whichever is lower, or you have 10 injuries, you die. Oh no. 
However, this went from zero injuries and more than 50% HP. You did 130 damage. It was at 47 HP. Which means it is at negative 83 HP. That is more than negative 100% HP plus massive damage. Which means you did five injuries and brought it to negative 100 in a single hit. Sneasel number four, wow. running down with the pack, turns back to look because the light behind it, the uh, thing in front of it had suddenly been glowing brighter. The pack falls to the ground and something else does. Oh no. <laughs> Grunge already took his turn. Can Atlas make it or do anything to any of these Pokemon that are running? Um, they are probably not. His overland is only six. They are fourteen uh, meters away. Yeah, he has no ranged moves. Okay. Uh, then Atlas is not able to move. We get to the top of the next round. The Weavile just puts its head down and continues running. Uh, Charlie, it is now... You moved... Your your overland was nine? Uh, yeah. Okay, so it is now 23 meters away from you. Because it just double moved. That's too far for you to reach. Yeah. And the... Yeah. Uh, Sneasel continue running and they're 28 meters away from anyone before anyone else can do anything. So they run and are out of sight. Okay. Uh, yeah, Charlie just, uh... Yeah, uh, and... So one, one of them is Toast. Um... <laughs> Don't say that. Literally. literally. <laughs> Maybe not the best phrase for this time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so uh, there's basically nothing in range for Charlie to 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 battle with. No, it, everything has run. <laughs> okay, Char- Charlie goes back and tries to see if he can like assess the situation, and what happened, and what 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 went on in these last like what literally twelve seconds. Yep, it was about uh, it was less than half a minute. Uh, grunge, also. Uh slowly begins to calm and come back to normal. The battle ended quickly enough that not much more seems to have occurred from it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Charlie hasn't even returned Bernie yet. Uh, so, uh, Charlie is going to go ahead and go to Bernie and uh, realize that Charlie doesn't have a revive even right now. So, there's that. Okay. Uh, but... Um... Bernie will e- will eventually, like, in, like, what, 20 minutes, I think it's usually, will, uh, will... Revive himself, basically. I believe, yeah, resetting to 1 HP. Let me see if I can find okay. it. But... So... Everybody saw the sneeze go down, right? Yep. I don't know if I don't know if Charlie did, but 
Uh, oh, if you bring... Oh, he, here's what it is for bringing Bernie back up. If you bring him above his negative hit points, he remains unconscious for another 10 minutes and then wakes up after that. So you can give him potions to bring him above his HP and then he'll wake up. Okay. Uh, then Charlie will use a super potion. And while Bernie's uh, resting, uh, he'll also throw a bandage on him as well. Uh, yes, everyone... That, that was a, a hyper beam before the sun rises is a fairly obvious sight. In <laughs> fact, there is no sound around you any longer. Mm. So, as the sun is kind of starting to come up, Liliana, after seeing what happened to the Sneasel, is just going to go very pale and quiet. And she's going to take a few steps in that direction, stop, turn around to sneeze, and just have the worst death glare that she has ever had directed at him. And in a very low voice go, You monster. It was running away. Are you kidding me? You just took it down like that? What sort of threat did it have to you to, to any of us? It was running away. It hit one of the packs. It, it was taking our supplies. So what? We can get more supplies. You just you just took its life. What are you? I can't believe that this would come from you, of all people. I'm going to go run up to it. Um... And an old hand on your shoulder catches you before you move much yep. out of the way. Okay. What is done has been done. There's no need to see the rest unless you feel the need to justify yourself. I didn't mean to... What is meant is not what happened. What is done is what is done. Sorry. That can be a start. Now. Um, I'm going to return Atlas and I'm going to go into my tent. <laughs> uh, the guru, obviously, Quinn Jokinen, is, is going to turn to Liliana and say, what has happened is not what anyone would have wanted. What happens next does not have to be that either. And he turns... Liliana's just going to cross her arms and look at the ground. Uh, he turns and he releases a uh, Pokemon that is kind of otter or weasel-like. It's pale... Uh, has kind of a pale purplish white fur with darker purple patches on the ends of almost like ribbon like patches of fur at the ends of its paws uh, at the top of its head a loop around its waist and down on its feet in the end of its tail and also yellow patches at the end of whiskers on either side and right above its nose and uh, he walks quietly over to where the Sneasel fell and uh, the Pokemon follows him, and you hear it begin to dig. (laughs) 
Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, <laughs> on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And as always, come hang out in our Discord and chat with us there. Talk about uh, your most recent Pokemon adventures. And uh, uh, we are doing questions of the day, usually. Uh, just something off-topic. And come come talk to us in those places. It's fun stuff. I'm Michael, <laughs> and I'll be in my tent thinking about what I've done. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Oh, Michael. <laughs> I'm sorry, but a crit near max damage hyper beam to a sneeze. Okay, 100%. I would have expected Boss to be the first one to, like, completely KO someone. If Boss came out, he would have had a shot at it. Oh, seriously. It's true. Uh, hi, I'm Lenny. Oh, wait. Gary, you know who I am. Um, you can follow me on <laughs> Twitter at lil underscore shadow eight, and then also don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Horror is different from tragedy. You can follow me on Twitter at behind your eye. That's behind your e y e l i. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, or at least like the story, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Box Cheese, Dr. Adeno, Peter Stadmuller, Andrew Case, DGZ, Eric Lonquist, David Harshman, Kyle Albert, Dean Frostmage, Michael, Richie Kammer, Taylor Bonforte, Matt Carlton, Askablod, Froxus, Legendary, James Burgard, Andrew Weil, Huck, Ursa93, Terry Pfau, Scotty Newton, Jeffrey Show, Chandelure Shack, Micah Greenspoon, Casey DeFritis, Julia Egan, Lauren Paulson, Spencer Toole, Fenrir8907, Nathan Hemmelgarn, Arming Sword and Buckler, and Big Fat Nuke. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Should we clap? Probably. Yeah, as long as yeah. I have stuff up in here. We might want to count down first, too. But No, everyone just start clapping! Go, go, go! <laughs> Jump around the room! Jump around the room! Jump uh, around did, the room! Did Tinkerbell <laughs> just die? Is that why we're clapping? Oh, no! <laughs> My wife is making faces at me. <laughs> As well she should. Uh, say, uh, is this different than the norm? <laughs> no. No, it's pretty normal. No friends. No friends. No, no. no friends. Unnecessary. Wow. True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Who needs them? They get in the way. I need them. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs>
So this would seem to be teapot. Do we? Be a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 is here. Are you bringing your tea right now? We can't be brewing our tea yet, can we? Like, <laughs> oh no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't brewing any tea. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was just reality breaking into the fiction. Um. <laughs> but isn't that what the tea is for? Yikes. <laughs> anyway, good night. <laughs> it's an earthquake. Um, Charlie goes to sleep I anyway. Really construct this tent more firmly. Liliana. Okay, hang on. Let me get a thing to mark this out. I need a. Show your work. Oh, I, I do need to show my work. I don't I don't have a pencil. I don't have anything. Come on, what's going on? <laughs> it would be excluded from the polyhedral dice party, because you're not a true polyhedral die. It's not a regular one, I should say. It's an irregular. Mm -hmm. It is irregular. You're not a regular polyhedral die. <laughs> Got him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, you, you are correct, I'm not. Good night. Gross. <laughs> Nick said gross. <laughs> you sound like Isabel. <laughs> oh, it's National Panda Day. Today? Yeah. Uh, maybe uh. I should have had you jumped by Pangoro. Well, I'm not sure that that's that's more ominous than I expected this to be. But we are across the mountains, so I believe we've gotten as far as we're going to for today. So. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.